For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. ED. Oh. We was debating about two. There or there could be debate about two in a row. There's no debate about three in a row. I mean, that's 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 a real life streak. That's a streak. That's official. Real official, like a whistle. Shout out to E40. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on the show. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. I'm um, doing just one pod this week. We're doing a little bit of a mashup. All right. So we'll recap the Vikings and then we'll also look ahead to the Seahawks coming up uh, this weekend as well. Uh, after that, that big win, of course, we got game, we got game balls again. You know, I never thought that we would have this many game balls consecutively in a row. I was after I missed that Rams pod, I wasn't sure if we were going to have game balls at or anymore the rest of the year. I was a little concerned, you know, being on the IR, but here we are, a uh, third week in a row to have game balls. So we'll get you that as well as always we want to encourage you and remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Also, feel free to hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on the old Instagram, I am at where am I on Instagram? I'm at Watch Ray Ray. That's right. And he is at Eric Davis <laughs> underscore 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 underscore. That's four as in one more than uh, this Niners current win streak. Right. All right. So uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Almost catching up to you. As always, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online, And of course, back and better than ever, a new interface and the rest of the NBA season. You got the NFL season. You got prop bets. Uh Whatever you want, Bet Online has you covered. Head on over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe50, Believe B L E A V 550, to receive your bonus. Bet Online, where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Game boss, let's get right into it. Game boss. You up first, E.D., who you got? Hey, man, guard your chains. <laughs> that, that, that's it. Go And I'm going to get into, as we get into the show, I'm going to talk more about it. But we said it wasn't week, was week two, week three, even when things weren't going well. I was like, okay, is that, that's the way he plays now. I want to see him continue to do it, and he's legit. 19's legit. So game ball to Debo. Um, and, and it's actually okay to give the ball to the same person um, if they're balling <laughs> because he had the same impact. So I'm going with Debo again. That's that's the game ball. Yeah, I'm not mad at you with Debo there. Um, I was contemplating Debo. I, I think that's very, very much justified. Uh, I'm going to go a different route, though, this week. Um, and this is more – this may not even necessarily – this may be just accumulation of sorts. Um, but I'm going to go with Oz, uh, Al Shire. I, I can't get mad at you. He he had that pick. Um, it's funny listening to the game, and it's not like you forget you forgot about Dre Greenlaw, but like hearing the announcers mention Greenlaw's name is like, 
that's right. Like this, uh -huh. <laughs> like, uh -huh. like he's in there making and like we, and this is no knock on, on, on Greenlaw at all, but like this team has not necessarily missed him. Like, like Oz has been playing all season long. He's been playing lights out. Um, and so, you know, he had that pick on, on Sunday. And so I got to go, I got to go defensive side. I got to go with Oz. Debo, obviously he was out there snatching chains and taking bikes uh -huh. and, and all uh -huh. that. Um, you know, so he was doing his thing as well. Uh, so, so uh, not mad at Debo on your end either. Um, we talked about this. You mentioned it. I was this close to saying it, but I didn't want to quite go there. You said it though, must win. This was a must win against Minnesota. You looked at the playoff parents, how everything uh, stacked out, and we talked about it. Look, by top, by the next time we talk, the Niners could actually be in the playoff picture, which they are now after that win over the Vikings. Um, what more than anything, I guess, did you learn or are you learning now about this team after this third straight win? Um, that there's a tremendous ebb and flow. We, you, we've done this long enough now, been involved in football long enough now to know that there's a tremendous ebb and flow throughout a season. Um, you can't, guys used to, Tim McDonald used to always say, man, he, he would always say, it's never as good as it, it, never as good as you think, it's never as bad as you feel. That's how, that, that was the way that you would look at every game. When you think everything went perfectly, you look at the film and, and you'd be like, okay, man, I could have done that so much better. When you thought you stunk up the joint, you'd be like, wait a minute. That wasn't bad. I just need to, if I, that can easily be correct, those corrected, those mistakes that we made. Um, this team has, so, so what I'm starting to feel, we were talking about that plan. You know, I have been stuck on that. Like, okay, Kyle, pick a side, pick a side, figure out the plan, because I've seen you win when you had the plan set. I think they figured it out. We talked about the formula, right? And, and the formula, and and yeah, go ahead. And 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 it, it's we're seeing it, right? Like we've seen the formula play out these last um, three weeks. Um, you, you talk about the competition. Obviously, the Rams is a team that you know many people had high hopes for, and not throwing the towel in on them yet. But I mean, Niners went in there and they they just beat them up, right? And and, and then can you repeat performances though, right? You, you look at the win against Jacksonville, that's a team that you're supposed to beat and, yeah, and beat them the way you're supposed to beat them, right? Yeah. And now here comes Minnesota who, I mean, they've been playing a bunch of tough games. They've been playing as, 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 you know, as well as, you know, a lot of teams in the league right now. And, and this was a big one at home yes. where you haven't necessarily yeah. had a bunch of success throughout the course of the last calendar year and a game that you really had to have, you went out there and, and, and you did it. And, and it was Mitchell and it was Debo in the run game. And there was a commitment to the run game. Um, Pete Carroll actually talked about that. The Seahawks head coach, we'll get into that in a, in a little bit, but like, it's evident. Now you can actually see it. Okay. This is what this Niners team is about. This is the formula. They're sticking to the script and it's resulted in dubs. Well, you just mentioned something, Debo and Mitchell in the run game. Um, part of the plan, I'm like, what quarterback? Uh, because, because Kyle said that I, I got two different styles and guys and he actually admitted to us, if you listen to what he said, if you, you know, do the translation, that these guys, I want to run a different offense with these guys. Pick one, and that's all I said. If you're not good, if you're not going to commit to Jimmy, then you got to. And that's why I've been on. You got it's time to put five out there if you're not going to do it. Seems like he's committed to Jimmy. 
He's not worried about five. He's not worried about pulling out any tricks. He has gone to Jimmy and last week showed me that. The Vikings game showed me, even when things weren't going well, even if you're throwing balls across the middle and things aren't looking right, he's missing passes, Kyle didn't change things. He continued to go with Jimmy. He trusted Jimmy to make the plays when, that he's capable of making. And we've always talked about it, Kyle's run game. The run game needs speed. It needs speed. So as opposed to worrying about not – so what do you do when the guy – uh, Raheem Mostert, who's your speed guy, is down. You got to figure out how to do it and still run the offense. Insert Debo. Use Mitchell. And De- Debo's the speed. Mitchell's the pounder. That's the changeup. And he still has speed. That's what Kyle has done. He has, he said, let me utilize my talented players and put them in positions to do the things that I need done in this offense. He's not trying to run the ball with Kittle. He's not, and we saw that early, you know, when when things first happened, when uh, last season and, and previously, he's utilizing the formula: a fast running back, let this offensive line that has actually been playing well these last few weeks give the running back space, and then take advantage of those lanes. He's doing that with Debo. Mitchell comes in; he's able to throw these guys off, getting the tough yardage, and still has that speed. Um, he's trusting. This offense is the between-the-numbers offense. It runs the fan base crazy. But it, but that's what he does with Jimmy, It's and he's staying with it. And defensively, the guys are making enough enough plays. We said they weren't – this is not a dominating defense. But they are good enough to make enough plays to get them in position to win games as long as the offense can produce like it's been doing. And if they stick to that, yes, they can compete. Yes, they have an opportunity if they, if, he, if Kyle is looking at it that way. Very good coaching job and fixing things that Kyle is doing right now. I know everybody's been on him, me included. Like, what's the plan? That's what a coach, coach has to do. Most important, it, it, last thing I'm going to say on this one, I've always, you know I've told you, on the pod, before the pod, the pod, after the pod. Most important thing for a head coach is not giving me a solid plan. yes. I got to have that. That's a, that's a given. You can't get the job if you don't have a, a solid plan of direction and what you want the team to do. But how do you walk into the room and convince me to listen to you when things go wrong? How do you walk into the room and say, guys, I know I told you to believe me and trust me that this is the route that we needed to take to be successful. I was wrong. Trust me now. Kyle has seemingly done that. And if that is the case, that's a good coaching job. It's a head scratcher because you wonder, like, how did it take us so long to get here, right? Um, but you look at the quarterback situation. No, he figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the quarterback situation, and this is something that, that we've been talking about, and it's something that I, I said way before the season started, you know, like, I don't want to see five. And, and, and the only time that we've seen five recently – um has been garbage time right it hasn't been you know hey let's get a package in here let's get a drive in here like there's been none of that it's been yeah all right we're up by a lot in the state of florida like come on come you know get you a couple reps in you know like and and i am wholeheartedly fine with that you know know jacksonville is really the state of florida (laughs) Uh, it's like southern 
we're doing. Educate me. I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, the, the big, uh, by, uh, by the way, congrats. If you go there, you won't really cut here. So you're not, you're thinking Miami. It, it's not, it's not the same. It's, it's, trust me, Jackson, Jacksonville, when you think of Florida, you, people, are, you, you have a certain image in your head. Jacksonville is not that. Interesting. I think of Florida, I think of the world's largest outdoor uh, cocktail party, which they don't call it that anymore, um, which is in Jacksonville. But I'll, I've never been there. But I do think about not Miami. I think about the 305. I think about South Beach. Uh, one of my See, that's what places. you're thinking about. You're thinking South Beach. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite favorite places in the world to be. Jacksonville ain't. Jacksonville ain't that. Not it's not. It ain't. I mean, look, I, it's not on my 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 list of places to visit. So I mean, it's I don't not on think anyone's I'm, list. It's not even on. It's not even on the people that live their list of place to be. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing anything there. By the way, congrats to to, to your boys, uh, brand new head coach Rich Rod, uh, taking over uh, the program down down there. Um, Rich Rodriguez, former Michigan coach and West Virginia coach, and all that. So uh, you know, hopefully, you, you can do some great things. Everything, down. don't you? Yeah. Huh? You keep up with everything, uh, man. You know, I, I just well, you know, I like college sports. You know, um, well, I, I, I don't. So you're exactly. right. I'm not even gonna, exactly. I, I, I like, I like my college. You know, I'll pay attention to Alabama. I'll pay attention to Jack State. And that's about it. You're right. I'm yeah. not a college guy. Um, I, 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 uh, I, 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 I like the college stuff. It was a big weekend out here in LA with the whole Lincoln Riley thing. So it was, uh, yeah, a lot. You know, this coaching carousel is always, you know, this time of year, you always, uh, you always get a little excited a little bit. Um, at least I do. Um, you know what? I, I, something I'm excited about. Lightbox, new spot, new sponsor. You beat me to it. I was just oh, about to tee you. Oh, Look at that. We, well, you see, that's that's what happens after all this time, man. So, you know, so we have to talk about it. So, say goodbye to Doe Gifts. It's just that time we're getting into that that gift giving season, right? Lightbox Labs. Uh, these diamonds are the brightest of the year. Absolutely, they use cutting edge technology and they have this innovative technique. They've cracked the science of sparkle to create the highest quality lab grown diamonds that you can find out there. And it's at a very light price of $800 per carat. That's pretty low. If you really know your diamonds, like my guy Raheem right here does, I mean, radio. If you know that, I'm just moving as people. I'm sitting here babbling because I'm trying to move it so I can see it. Trying to make this happen. It's a new ad, so I don't know. No, all I know stuff. my diamonds. You know, you you know your diamonds, right? They they have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they are just thrown in a lab. That's all it is. It's a process that they figured out how to create these stones, and they can make you a blush pink. They can make you a bright blue, and of course, they can make the classic shiny white that everybody knows and love. Lightbox Lab grown diamonds are a gift that people will never want to take off, and they are priced so that they don't have to. You don't have to worry about something going wrong, just in case you can wear this diamond anywhere and they will sparkle with any outfit and give it exactly the look that you want. So visit lightboxjewelry.com and add a little sparkle to your holiday shopping. That is lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never have a dull moment. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, not exactly the day before the day before, but I mean, maybe if you're listening to this at that particular time, um gotta, gotta talk seahawks this wouldn't be me wouldn't be this pot if i didn't have some concerns right a couple things uh first debo 
-hmm. Obviously, him going down with the groin injury, it's not supposed to be significant, but he is supposed to miss some time just when you had things going, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, secondly, the Seattle Seahawks are not playing well right now, Mm -hmm. right? But they are a team that traditionally has played well against the Niners. And this is almost a reversal of what we saw against the Rams a few Monday nights ago, right? Niners not playing well. But you have success against a team, you know, in the Rams who you know, obviously was supposed to win that game, but didn't. Right. So this is an opportunity where this is a game that you look at the standings, the Niners should win. But you look at the history of this series and it's tough for them to beat that team. It's tougher to beat that team there, which made that win in 2019 just oh so special. Right. And so first Debo, how concerning is that? A huge, huge. Um, the offense has looked disastrous without him making plays. Um, he is such a major part of it right now. Uh, you, what, 2019, everything was about Kittle and um, Brahim. Um, right now, this offense is truly, truly about Debo. Now, the question is, we were talking about Kyle earlier and him figuring things out. What is he going to do at the running back position? Um, I, I got some thoughts on that, you know, and I'll just drop that in at the end at, at the keys, but, um, I'm concerned. Definitely. Number one, I don't think he should play. If, if he's injured, don't try to push it, let him get healthy because a groin, you can sit down, you can, you can give it a week and you can be ready to go, or you can get out there and, and just tweak it. And then it starts to hamper you for the rest of the season. He's too valuable. Uh, so that that part concerns me. The other part, you mentioned it. It's a divisional game. Um, Seattle was a bad team the first time we played them. <laughs> we they, they were they were still a bad team. They've been a bad team all season. Yeah. Um, but they were able. But it's that divisional thing and the mindset that you have going against a team, and that starts with the head coach. Pete Carroll knows how to beat. Uh, he knows how to beat Kyle Shanahan and he believes it. And in some ways that's in Kyle's head too. And it makes you do things that you don't normally do. It makes you approach the game the way that you don't normally approach the game. Just like at this point now, it may be in McVay's head, right? Exactly. Exactly. And we, and we saw the reversal of that. So this is, it's a divisional game. It's a tough game, uh, but you got to stick to the formula. If you do that, they should be able to win this game. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pick the Niners in this one. And, and even normally, all things being equal, I'd be like, okay, this is a tough one. I'm going to give it to Seattle. It's on the, they're, they're not going to win this game up there. This is one, this is Kyle's time. This is one, if this team is going to make this run, just like we said last week, well, like I said, last week was a must win. This one right here is a should win. I'm leaning must win. Because you, you've built up so much momentum. You've won three in a row. You got back in the playoff hunt. I think the last thing you would hope for right now is a setback, right, against a team yep. that you should win, right? Yes. And and you look at the way this, this schedule plays out. If you were to ask me 
after the Rams game, I would have said probably nine and eight may be the best possible scenario. Now, now my tune has changed. I, I think it's a little bit different than 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 that now. Uh, nine and eight, right? That is seventeen, right? Yeah, seventeen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So now my tune has changed a little bit, right? You've won three in a row. The the schedule is a little bit more favorable um, as it lines up here over the course of the next couple of weeks in terms of teams that you should beat. There, there's there's one team on the schedule that I, that I see may be a favorite over the Niners, and that's Tennessee coming up here in the next couple of weeks. But aside from that, these are teams that you should win. These are these, these are teams that you should be, games that you should win, right? And so you built up a ton of momentum. It would be a shame to go out there and and, and, and let one go um, when you've worked, the, you've worked this hard to get back in it. Well, you see, that, see, that's the difference. That's why I said I didn't go much win. Last week was must win because that one was a, a team that was playing well. It was a playoff club. It was a club that was in the same position. And I was like, you got to win this game if you really want to get to the other side of those tracks. You got, if you really want to say that we got something going, you got to beat Minnesota at home. You got to start establishing that the field of jeans is a place you can't just walk into and push us around. And you got to do it against a club that's also feeling good about themselves right now. I say should win now because you just said it. They, these guys aren't playing well. The Seattle Seahawks aren't making the playoffs. Playoff teams aren't going to lose to, see, to, to Seattle right now. The, the good teams are going to find a way to beat the Seattle Seahawks. That's why I say this. is a, You just said it. There are teams that they should beat down the stretch. This is a should win. This, this, is, this isn't a must. This, this isn't like. Oh man, you know our season's on the line. Now this is one that you just you need to put a check mark past that one. If you if you are truly a, a playoff team, you're you're better than them. You got to win this game. Yeah, I was listening to Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen yesterday, and he said you got to beat the bums, right? We got to we got to beat the teams that we're supposed and, to beat. You know, right? I'm glad he said it. We all the time, like there, uh, you you always hear that cliche that. You know, we take them one game at a time and you don't look, overlook these guys. It's not that I'm going to overlook you. He, he just said it. Alan said it. These guys are bums. They're not good. And if we are supposed to be the team that we say we are, you don't waste time losing to that team. You don't you don't do that. You know, the, the, the University of Alabama is not going to lose a football game to, you know, Southwest, you know, you know, whatever tech because they're, they, they're just better. And that's how it has to be at this level as well. Uh, time now for ED's keys. We got the Niners at the Seahawks coming up Sunday, 1.25 p.m. local kickoff. Huge divisional game, huge game for the Niners. Right now they sit at the sixth uh, spot in the NFC. Obviously want to hold on to that, maybe even pick up some ground if you can uh, as well, but a huge game against a team that you should uh, uh, should win, according to ED. What, what's your keys? There it is. Um, I'm going to start over there. Defensively, you got to make plays. Got to get turnovers. The guys are starting. Turnover, turnovers come in bunches. Guys are starting to to play. Um, you mentioned Aziz. Aziz has come in. He's actually been one of the more consistent players on that defense since he's been out there. I, I mean, we all get on Fred, and we talk about Fred, and, and and it's funny, Fred's actually, Fred Warner's actually playing. A, a, he's having some good ball this year, uh, but everyone wants him to be that that elite level all the time. The expectations are just there, and that's the ceiling that he has set. Well, actually, that's the floor that he has set. But you see another player stepping up, 
and Aziz making plays in the secondary. You got to get some balls out of the air. There are some things going on back there where guys are quietly playing well. They have to continue to do that. Um, we got to start paying more attention to Mosley. Mosley's playing really well. Everyone's talking about what Josh Norman isn't doing. They're not paying attention to what Four is doing. He's playing very well. Alfunga. Uh, we've been saying we've been saying that th he has an opportunity to be a player. He's he's getting out there. He made big plays this past week. Continue to do so. The young guys are growing. People forget that E. Mosley is a young guy. Yeah. Um, there's some good things I think ahead for this secondary, but you got to continue to make plays defensively, offensively. The plan. We see it working. Stick to it. Keep things going the way they're going. Um, I said, you know, Debo's out. Uh, I would, I want to see, and I'm thinking that Kyle is going to try to sprinkle, um, he's going to try to sprinkle B.A. in there. Maybe he's going to, because you still got to get some speed. B.A. is the same type of guy. Remember, he's the return type guy. Um, he's the jet sweep type guy. Maybe you're going to see still wide receiver at the running back position because you get that speed. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping and expecting to see more touches in that manner for B.A. Uh, and I think that that will give you an opportunity to stick to the plan, um, bring in Mitchell and do the same thing to keep a defense off beat and off pace because of, you know, with the formations, Kyle's been doing some crazy formations. So all of those type things, I, I think you keep that going with the plan, but I think it's important to keep that wide receiver running back situation uh, going, that slash situation going to keep a defense off, off. and defensively 49ers, as I said, it's just, couple of turnovers and you can put them to see, you can sing the Seattle Seahawks a lullaby. They're ready to go. <laughs> they're, they're ready to take a nap, put them to sleep. They already in Cancun. They are, they halfway to Cancun. I guarantee you, if you go into the tunnel, they're like, they're, they gotta be at least eight yellow trucks and they're already lined up, already lined up with the, with the hitches up in the back, waiting for them to just put their stuff in. <laughs> I, I I don't doubt that, but but I I will say this: I think seeing those Niners colors will make some of those guys perk up. Um, similar to how oh. seeing the Rams colors made the Niners perk up, according to Debo. So I, I think there's something there. Um, it'll be the Niners and the Seahawks. One twenty-five p.m. kickoff coming up uh, on Sunday. Of course, we'll be here to break it down for you as well next week. It's been pina colada time three weeks in a row. Let's go for foe. Let's catch up to my man Ed's underscores and in, in, in his in, in his IG handle. Um, opportunity to do that. Opportunity to stay in the playoff picture. My man JCC 49ers. I owe you a pina colada, my man. That is for sure. So for you my partner. Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.